Welcome, 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 welcome to My Life, My Choice, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday, the 18th of July, 2018, and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your um, host. (laughs) I will be your host for the next 60 minutes and or more, depending on where we go with this. And my co-host is coming to you live from London in the UK, and that's Olivia Lashley. She's actually an expressions coach, and of course, she is a Laws of Attraction in Action Coach, or a Laws of Laws, plural, of Attraction Coach, an artist and a few other things. But today, she wasn't late. Remember what I spoke about last week, guys. Uh, but anyway, darling, how are you? Hello. Oh, I'm fine, you, thank darling? you. And I didn't listen to the show last week, so no, I don't know what you said. I but that's okay. I I'm... I'm I, I'm actually okay with that. I, oh, whatever you said, I I'm okay with it. Gonna I told you she wasn't going to listen. Anyway, darling, how goes it in your world? Yeah, no, it's, it's all good. It's all going. How about you? How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Actually. It's all right, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, the other day, uh, I think it was, I, I do believe it was last week. I don't know. I, I might have said this to you anyway, but, you know, we have these, uh, we're in monsoon season here, and, you know, we had a couple of days where the sun just didn't come out. Mind you, it was hot as I don't know what, but the sun didn't come out, and I was suffering that SAD, you know, sun <laughs> deprivation, whatever it is. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> where's the sun? Where's the sunshine? But it's been hot. It's been hot and humid. It's been yeah, really hot and humid. I think, um, I don't know if it's that hot thing they're doing. I'm really, really not sure. But, I mean... We're actually having a summer. We are seriously having a summer. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. It reminds me of, as I keep saying to everyone, it reminds me of when I was younger, you know, like when we used to live in Tottenham yeah. and we'd go up the wreck and what have you. And all summer, throughout yeah. the summer holiday, it was warm. And it, was warm. And it hasn't been yeah. like that for, I'd say, decades. But we're actually having yeah. a summer. Yeah. It's been warm every day. Yeah. Every day I open my eyes and I, I look to see whether it's... um. You know the blue skies. Sometimes it's not blue skies, but then it clears up later on. So it's 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 mm-hmm. actually been amazing. It's been absolutely yeah, it's amazing. Nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. You know, you can get out and do stuff, and you can plan stuff. But no, it's nice. Mm. It's nice. Mm. It's nice uh, because you know, this in it, truthfully, in in regards to what you were saying, that's very very true. Because when we're kids, you know, summer was summer. You know, summer yeah, was summer. Right. It was really, right. un- it, 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 it kind of didn't rain all the time. You had two weeks where it was kind mm. of nice. Mm. It, you know, mm-hmm. that was that was not the norm. That wasn't the norm. That was definitely not the norm. So that's, that's, that's nice, guys. That's nice. But anyway, that being said, today we're going to be talking about do angels and spirit guides really exist? And I think this actually is a really important topic to be speaking about because people uh, have a tendency to feel that they are alone. Just, you know, like when they're by themselves, they have a tendency to believe that they're alone. So let me just jump in and, and read the synopsis. We are not alone. We have never been alone and we never will be alone. There is help, support, guidance and wise counsel for everyone. There is so much more happening in our lives than where we find ourselves in this moment in time. Throughout the ages, there have been these raging debates but continue to this day as to whether or not angels and spirit guides are real. 
are these heavenly beings and celestial beings for that matter, are these heavenly beings um, a figment of our imagination or just the stuff that um, mythological legends are made of? One of the things in regard to angels and guides that's really, to me, it's really interesting, as you, as you um, I, I don't know, across the, the, the various denominations and various spiritual beliefs, and or, you know, and or cultures, all the denominations, all the denominations and all cultures speak of angels in their spiritual texts. They actually speak of guides, guidance that they have. And they're not talking about angels either. So we have all incarnated into this current existence with our own personal posses. Okay, guys? We have a group of celestial beings that are there just for us and believe it or not that have been created by us now one of the things i hear that i put here is that's right your very own celestial entourage that's been picked for you to support you in fulfilling your destined purpose so one of the things that i do want to say or is simply this my suggestion is before you categorically say no, yeah, and I mean no, that none of this is real, you know, that, you know, guides, guides don't exist, etc. Um, I want you to do your own due diligence. It's very important to me. And I'm going to tell you a couple of ways to, um, to do that as we go on uh, in the show. But I really do want you to do your own due diligence. And it's really important that when you do your, uh, your own due diligence, that you do so objectively. Um, to, that you do so objectively. Um, actually, I'll put, it in the, I'll put it in the thing here. Do this by examining, uh, by examining and you do this by um, detached objectivity. And one of the things I have here in the actual synopsis is really, guys, to look at miraculous events or feats that have occurred in your life. And I really mean that. And things that only you know or things that have happened to you and only you that you know that defy reason, logic, and um, analysis. Okay? Reason, logic, and analysis cannot be used to actually explain or explain away what has happened. And in this, in speaking about angel, angels and spirit guides, uh, I want you to understand that I'm not speaking about your intuition. That's a totally different ball of wax. Absolutely, to- to- totally different ball of wax. I'm speaking of physically seeing and or touching someone who has helped you or who has touched you, who has touched you, and literally in a blink of an eye, and I really mean in a blink of an eye, has um, disappeared. But I'm going to talk about that in just in just a, uh, I'm going to talk about that in just a second. Right. One of the things that Liz, um, when you put your sound back on, hello. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. 
Um, for you, you know, the other day I sort of mentioned this. For you, um, you're fixing your hair. What for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that was what you were going to say. Yeah, you did absolutely. Yeah. Um, one of one of the things that I I wanted to uh, say to you or ask you was, for you, is there? you a difference between angels and or spirit guides do you believe in them etc etc what's your thought process before I jump in um I never used to not at all I, I, I well to say I never used to and it was sort of like point blank no it was never that it was always like mm, mm, I don't know not sure not sure not sure but I do now um, okay. I suppose I'm going to do a what you call it in that book. Uh, you know, I prefer not to say why, for me personally. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, I I, I I do now. I mean, I know that. Um, I suppose I suppose maybe once I came to the realization, I could look back on things that had happened, and realize that there was more at play. Um, then uh, I realised that there were sort of like a, a celestial hands at work. I mean, the one that yeah. you know we've, we've spoken about on the on the show is you know when I was crossing the road, and yeah. um, that car it was coming. At, I don't know where that car came from, but he was going like a rocket. He was booking, and, and mm-hmm. he was going. To, there's no way I was. But by the time I turned and saw the car, I was say like uh, maybe about maybe about a third across the road um, I couldn't go back and I couldn't go forward because he was going to hit me there's no two ways about it and the next thing I uh, the next thing that happened to me I was (laughs) flying through the air sounds crazy but I was I was it was like someone pushed me from the back because I um, and the distance that I had to go when I think about it there's no way I could have gone that distance in that shorter mm-hmm. time. I mean, the mm-hmm. car hit the heel of my shoe, right? Didn't break it, yeah. nothing. It hit it. it, hit it. Um, and I, <laughs> I remember <laughs> I had on like brown high heel shoes. And I think I had a rust-colored yeah. skirt and I had tights on and what have you. And I landed, I didn't land face down, but I landed sort of like on my stomach on the on the ground. And uh, yeah. I kind of looked up, and like, like they had like stalls there and shops, and everyone was just staring. I, I particularly remember there was a there was a there's a black lady there, and she was just staring at me with her mouth open because I don't know, know they didn't know what what condition I was in. Um, and I just yeah. got up, you yeah. know, in the Lashley fashion. I just got up, brushed my skirt off, and when oh, all my yeah, tights were ripped, my, all my tights were ripped and everything. <laughs> I just and I just walked down the road as though nothing happened, and every as everyone passed, I, I was I was just looking straight, but I could feel heads turning as I passed. As I passed. <laughs> but I was like, no, I'm no. <laughs> and then I got on the train and I looked at my tights and I thought, oh fuck it, oh excuse me. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> and I thought, okay. <laughs> and I thought, okay. Well, let me just, you know. So I, so I just tore them so that so so they were off. But it's yeah. like, oh gosh. Yeah. But yeah. So so in that in in that incident, that was that was one of the incidents that I went through that um 
you know, I looked back and I thought, you know, the, the probability of that car not hitting me was, impo- for me, from, from my perspective, it was impossible. It was impossible. Yeah. Um, and you see, so, this yeah. is thing in the, in that I put in the synopsis, it, it, it has to be definable by you. It has to defy logic and reason and analysis by you. It has to defy that. Nobody else. And so for anybody else who, who, who just listened to um, Olivia's <laughs> styling out story, anybody who's just listened to Olivia's experience, <laughs> it for her defies logic, reason, and analysis. Okay? It happens. What happens, um, there's no way to explain how what happened happened. And the car just grazing her heel, um, even though she landed on her stomach and, you know, tore up her tights. And <laughs> you know, you know something, Liz. You told me this story. And if you, if we go back and listen to a couple of shows that we've done on Angels, you've told this story, but you didn't tell that bit. <laughs> what, about brushing myself up? No, I don't, I don't think I ever had. I think, no, I think at that time no, we, no. Was, we were specifically talking about, I can't remember, but, but I mean, I, I, I know I've mentioned it, but, you know, hey, it's just one of those things that it just, the, whole, the whole thing came out today. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, um, it's, and it's those, as you say, it's those little things that happen, those little nuances that make you realise that there's something so much more us and to our existence than we realise. And I actually think that's really important for me, at any rate, on a personal level, um, and on a professional level, on a familial level, whatever it is, on all levels, multiple levels, all levels. This for me is very important that people at least do their due diligence to, to define whether or not they believe this to be true, and/or ask for proof. You know, something like that. Well, before I go any further, because I've got numerous stories I can share, but before I go any any further, what I'd like to say to you is this. When you actually go out there looking for information about angels and guides, you are going to find a plethora of stuff. Uh, so much stuff out there. As we keep saying on this show, even between Olivia and myself, whatever we are putting out, it's based on our experience. So if you go, should you decide to go and look for information, understand that what you are reading is other people's experience or experiences, their beliefs, their thought process, which for them, it's good. It's all to the highest good. The name of the game is it needs to have your own, um, your own spiritual DNA stamp on it for it to be right for you. And that's very important. So what's the difference between, uh, do, do angels and spirit guides really exist for me? Straight off the bat, I'm going to say yes. Now, what's the difference between angels and spirit guides? Angels have a propensity. They've got more of a propensity to interact with you on a physical level. I'm not saying that they won't do this in your mind. So don't send me any emails regarding this because I don't don't want it. So I'm not saying that they don't, but they have more of a propensity to actually act with you on a physical level 
your guys have more of a propensity to act with you on a mental level, okay? And I'm not, again, I'm not talking about your intuition. And for me, this is the marked difference between the two. Now, in doing research, and not only, well, anyway, I'll phrase it this way. In, do, in doing research for the show, one of the things that people say is, you know, angels um, don't walk, walk on earth and guides do yada, yada, yada. And here's the rub. There are angels that walk among us on a daily basis. There are, I mean, look at myself. Mind you, my little halo is a little tarnished. It's a little dented up. And a lot of sizes. Twist up. Yeah, there you go. Twist up. Yeah, twist up. I, I, I resent that. My halo is not twisted up. It's twist up. <laughs> but no, people say that, you know, angels will not, you know, walk among you and, and guides do. People will say that guides can be uh, people who have, or your guides, can be people who have um, passed on. You know, like your grandmother may have passed away or, you know, uh, uh, you know, like my sister may have passed away and blah, 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 and they can be your guides. One of the things that I would say about that is I believe that they can give you guidance. But in regard to what they're what a guide's specific role is within the, the celestial realms or within, within the heavenly realms or whatever term you want to call it, within the, the spiritual realms, I don't believe that those who have passed over are, are your per se. But can they give you guidance? Yes, they can. Yes, they can. So again, the difference, the marked difference between angels and guides is simply this. Angels work more on a physical level with you and guides, spirit guides work more on a cerebral or a, a, a mental intellectual level on you. But both of them, understand me clearly, both of them are here to assist and support you. Both of them are here to offer you guidance. Both of them are very, very real and very real in your life and they're real in your life because Prior to you incarnating here, you said that you wanted to be fill in the blank. And as a result of that, you elected to have this particular angel, Archangel Michael, Uriel, uh, Gabriel, whoever, and, and the list goes on. Those are just some of the known names. There are angels that are specific to you, and you can ask for their names. There are angels that are specific to you and guides that are specific to you that um, aren't, aren't the common, you know, the common names. Actually, for, most, for the most part, many of the spirit guides, um, they don't have, like, you know, you've got Archangel Michael, Raphael, Uriel, Ariel, you know, uh, Gabriel, uh, you, you name it, Liz. They don't have that kind of name that's thrown out there. Is mm. that, am I making sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, yeah absolutely, they're not, absolutely. They're, your guides are seriously very <clears throat> um, personal to you, and actually, so so are your um, angels, even if they are the archangels. And they, you know, you've got seraphims, and um, am I saying that right? 
Cherubins. Seraphins. Seraphins. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You've got all different angels, all different ranks. They all do different things. And yet, again, they are all here to support you. And I, I think that is a notable, a notable difference. Um, when, can I just ask you a question? Um, you know, you said mm. about the angels being physical and they in a, helping you sort of like physically and the guides mm. mentally. Mm. Is that from your own experience or is that from research? Where did you get that information? How did that come? How did you come by that information? Um, that is one own experience and two in I, I you know I like to follow the dots. Um, reading you know different many many blogs might I add reading many blogs that people have spoken about and of course at one time I was heavily into the angelic realm mm. and so I have numerous books on on angels and so it's from there but I would say heavily heavily it comes from um, in meditation and ask, asking the question and getting an answer Okay. Would you say it's the same for everyone? Or do you think they could be either or for I, I, different I people? Think, I think, Liz, seriously, it could be either or. Mm-hmm. And I'm being really honest. It, it, yeah. it could mm-hmm. be either or. It definitely could. Which is why I say, guys, do your own due diligence. Mm-hmm. Again, I do, I do believe, though, that, um, that the... Yeah, it it could be it could be either or. So okay. so do do your own your own due diligence. Yeah. Now many people have said you know that um, your spirit guide and your excuse me many people have said that angels they 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 don't incarnate. Well, let me explain something to you guys. Whether it's your your guides or your angels, if you can see them physically. And if they can touch you, because invariably you can't touch them, and that I do not. Invariably you can't touch them, but they can touch you. It has to be initiated, okay? They can touch you. Because, anyway, they, they can touch you. So if you can see your guide, excuse me, if you can see your angel and or your guide, your spirit guide, and they reach out and they can they they touch you. Understand that they have incarnated into a bodily appearance. Doesn't mean that they are here like we are, but they have incarnated into a bodily appearance, a human appearance. They have taken a human form. So that you are able to identify. You know, because if your angel came up to you, I don't know, with wings or whatever's going on in that direction, okay, and all this stuff, it might freak you out. It might freak you out in such a way that they are unable to assist and support you from stepping in front of a car that's moving. So it's vitally important um, that you understand that anything that happens like this, they incarnate into a bodily appearance. They don't become human, but they incarnate into a bodily appearance. And they will 
they will communicate with you on a level that you understand, and that's a humanistic level. Does that make sense, Liz? Yeah, absolutely, Wendy. Absolutely. Um, that's yeah i mean i th- i think that's for me personally i think that's the only way they can do it because i think exactly. there has to be a a differentiation between um someone um just thinking that something is happening mm-hmm. and something actually happening so mm-hmm. they they have mm-hmm. to be able to say okay well yeah i'm in your physical reality this is me look at me kind of thing or feel me yeah. or whatever you know, otherwise you could think it's your intuition or, and I suppose there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, maybe in some way it's all linked. It, it is all linked. There's no two ways about that. And it is, but I suppose it is, making sure that you are aware on a conscious level that you are not alone. So, so mm-hmm. yeah, that, that, that would be my answer. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other thing I think it's important to understand, even though as Olivia had given her her um her her version of what happened to her with her with with an angel which, was that an angel for you or a guide which one lived I've always thought of it as a guide okay all right uh, but, um, but, well, but you, have, you 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 have to bear in mind that um even though that happened, I knew it was something uh more something more happened than I could actually uh, on this in this consciousness actually realize um at that particular I mean I, I mean I don't know because I'm not sure which, which is why I asked you about the angels being physical and the guides being mental mm-hmm. because I that mm-hmm. I don't I haven't got my because you said it to me the other day and I'm still trying to get mm-hmm. my head around it um yeah so that, that's so, I don't know I, but at that point at that time um, I would have said it was a guide. Okay, all right. Which is which is which is fair which is fair enough because one of the things. Look, I'm going to wind up saying this at the end of the show, guys. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. And I'm going to say this now: at the end of the day, it doesn't matter, angel and or guide. It's it's just it's just another label. What does matter is the role that they play in your life. And this is what's vitally important, the role that they play in your life. The reason why you have, you have, we all come here with, again, with assistance. We all come here with a spirit guide, one that is with, with us throughout eternity. And then we have other guides that will rotate in and out based on what it is that we are doing, based on what it is that we say that we need to fulfill or whatever purpose we are um, we are striving for, striving to manifest in this life. The same with angels. The angels come or the angels are in our lives to support us in achieving our desired manifestation towards a purpose-filled life. It's vitally important and I don't care if you have angel readings. I don't care what it is, okay? It's vitally important to understand that angels and guides cannot make a choice for you. Hear me clearly. With the example that Olivia gave or sharing her experience, had Olivia truly chosen not to be pushed like that, she could have pushed 
Joyce. She could have got up so quickly and stepped back. She could have done a multitude of things. They cannot make a choice for you. Now, one of the things that I would say is where their autonomy comes from, i.e., the angel for me or the guide for you, Olivia, who gave you a shove in the middle of your back so you would go flying, they were able to do this because you had incarnated and have incarnated to fulfill a certain purpose. You are on a mission. And part of their mission with you is to ensure that you get to that destination. And you being waxed out or you being killed in a freak, as they may call it, freak car accident, isn't part of your agenda. It doesn't help your agenda. Which is why when things like that happen, you know, like um, this, this thing I watched the other day, this woman rolled the car. I mean, I think it was one day last week. She rolled the car. I looked at that. She went down some embankment and blah, 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 blah. I don't think the woman had a scratch on her. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that she, she's not mentally shaken up by it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the woman had a scratch on her. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the news media, you know what they're like. But even you could hear it in their voices when they were reporting it like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. She just walked mm-hmm. away from that. Mm-hmm. No internal, mm-hmm. no, absolutely nothing. You are on a destined pathway. And we have supporters and helpers who are here to ensure that we get to the, get to the finish line. However, if there are things that you are making a choice to do, say Say you decided to jump off of a cliff. Say you decided to slit your wrist or whatever it is. You decided to take your life. They can't intervene at that level. They can try and show you mental images. They can try to talk to you. They can try, but they cannot physically stop you. So, Liz, is, is that clear? Uh, because that's really important. Uh, yeah, I think. No, I, no, I don't. <clears throat> excuse me. I know I don't think they can make choices to for you. But I think, <clears throat> as they are really in tune with us spiritually, um, as mm-hmm. you know, as they are our guides or our um, our mm-hmm. angels, they can, at, in split second, within within a microsecond, tap into something within you that actually yes. makes you see things differently. differently. Yeah. So it means yes. you don't Which jump or you don't you, you don't pull the knife across exactly. or down or whatever it is. Exactly. They, I think they are able exactly. to do that. But physically and, and even that, whether you take that on board, whatever it is, image they give you or sound or smell or taste or whatever, um, it's mm-hmm. up to the individual whether they actually say, Okay, well, no, this isn't what I want to do. Or you know they change their, yeah. they change their mind in that you know that millisecond. So yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think they can. I could because I think, as you said before, their role is to assist and support. Exactly. It isn't to control. Yeah. It's not about controlling us. Exactly. 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 And I think that's really important to understand because many people um, 
they will they will rely heavily and they, uh, they'll rely heavily on on angels to, to make decisions for them. And believe me, if this is what you're doing and things aren't turning out right for you, it's because you are the one who all the way along has been making the choices. You're the one who's been making the choices all the way along. That the, your, your, your celestial helpers, help from the celestial realm can only come with a choice. And that includes help from the universal creator. Uh, mm, the, the, I think the, the part of God that you are. Go ahead, love. I think um, a, a lot of times where people, and this is me thinking, I'm, I mean, I, I don't know if this is a fact, a lot of times uh, where people rely sort of like 24-7 on their guides and angels, and, and then maybe there's nothing wrong with that, you know. But, I mean, just off the top of my head, um, maybe it's because the, it's not the natural flow, you know, because they say, okay, mm-hmm. well, I want this, and I want it. Because if you're relying them on 20, 20, 24-7, then it's a control thing, yeah? You're trying to control yeah. them. And they're not there to mm-hmm. be, they're there to assist and support, control. not to be controlled, just like they can't control you. So I think exactly. maybe why things don't go as smoothly as they should is because um, the person is trying to micromanage. And I don't think that's possible because there are things, as you always say, there are things in the, you know, the celestial spiritual world, uh, spiritual realms that for a process to go from A to B, there are things in between that, that we actually, because we are living a physical existence, we have no knowledge of, but they do. Exactly. So if you're trying to exactly. micromanage all, the, all those steps, you know, it's like, well, it's, it's like saying, oh, to someone to go and buy an apple from the shop, but only take 20 steps and stop for five minutes and take another 20 steps and stop, then turn around, come back, go back. You know, so... It, it has to be a thing where you actually just let them do what it is they actually want to do. Yes. And what they're here to do. Mm-hmm. And that is to support you. And that's not to control you. That, that's, to, that's to support you and to give you guidance. Your, your, your spirit guides, your spirit guides, let me, let, me, let me just roll on to your spirit guides. Your, your spirit guides are literally, as the name says, Spiritual is they're literally spiritual guidance given to us in a in in a fashion or in a way that we can identify with and understand. Your spirit guide and or your spirit guide is there to assist you in living in the physical world, but yet still having a tangible, um, a tangible link to the spiritual world. So your spirit guide is the, I would say, the go-between, but only because living, yeah, exactly, uh, as, as Olivia said, a catalyst, only because we are removed from the spirit world. And living in the physical world, the actual vibration is different. The actual vibration is different. For anybody who has had, I mean, seriously, an out-of-body experience, I'm not talking about if you get mad or, or you know, 
Mm-hmm. You know, your kids do something and you have an out-of-body experience because they did X, Y, Z. I'm, I'm literally talking about having an out-of-body experience or who has, okay, thank you guys, or who has been running and you get in the zone or you are, let's see, meditating and you get into a different zone. You, you, you get into a transcendent zone. You know, any, anything like that. You, you are connected, and you realize this connection, no matter how fleeting, you realize this connection. The guides that you have are, as Olivia said, the catalyst. They're, 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 the, they're, they're there to help maintain that connection for you, or at least let you know it's there. When things... When you may feel disconnected, which I'm of the opinion most people actually do feel disconnected, although they're not disconnected, they do feel disconnected. So does that did that make sense, Liv? Sorry, I I thought oh. my, my 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 microphone was off. Um, yeah, absolutely, Wendy. Perfect sense for me, anyway. Okay. All right, because um, uh, and again, guys, all of this all of this is relative. One of the things that I would say to you is simply this. As I said in the synopsis, it's really important to me that you do your own due diligence with this because at the end of the day, it's all about your life. This is your life. This is your choice. And understanding that your, your spirit guides, I, I do believe, I do believe, and this is from having um, my, my near-death experience, etc., cetera, um, that we all come here with a guide, with one spirit guide who is always with us. Doesn't matter how many times we incarnate, doesn't matter where we are, they are always, wherever I am, there my guide is. And again, it's not the guide's job to tell you what to do. It's the guide's job to present you with information so you can make a choice as to what to do. I said a little while ago that there are different guides that will come into your life, and this is very, very true, depending on where you are in, in, your, um, in, your, in your life, depending on what stage and where you are in your life. If you are at the stage where you are just having children or you've got children, etc., etc., you may have a guide come in that's there to assist and support you with staying spiritually connected with everything to do with children and child rearing. If you are setting off on an entrepreneurial path, you may have a guide come in to do that. If you are looking for uh, your, your, your spiritual self, you want to grow spiritually, you may have several guides come in to assist and support you. You might decide if meditation is the key or you might decide that you, you prefer the shamanic realms or, or anything like that. Guides will come in. You tend to find, I tend to find that people who are definitely dealing with the shamanic realms and these are from Aboriginal people, right? They're, they're Aboriginal people. When, when people are dealing with the shamanic realms, for the most part, most of them see um, Native Americans. Most people see Native Americans. And, of course, if you are from uh, Australia, you may see an Aborigine. You may see an Aborigine. And so guides will come in 
based on what it is that you need. Based on what it is that you need. But again, guys, understand me, they can't make a decision for you. They can give information, but they cannot make a decision for you. We're not here alone, and I believe that we should all tap in and utilize all the resources or resources that we have. And this is just a tip of the iceberg. Angels and spirit guides, it's the tip of the iceberg. As I said, many, many cultures, many cultures, whether it be India, whether it be um, the Middle East, um, whether it be uh, Arabia, it just, most, most cultures speak about angels. Most cultures speak about angels. Cultures speak about guidance and guides. Yet they are not. If you if you if you read their their stories and you read their their texts, etc., they're very very distinct and they're very distinct in what they do. So for you guys, um, you know, contacting your guides and or speaking to your guides and speaking to your angels, you know, I'm going to ask you this question: Is it something that you feel would be beneficial? Understanding that you need to find your own understanding as to what they did. You need to find your own understanding as to the role that they are playing in your life. When, um, let's see, okay, uh, angel. I'm going to go with angel first. Myself and one of my girlfriends, we were going, I don't know, I want to say to older city or something. I can't remember where we were going. But I know we had to pass a train track. And we were sitting by the train track. And I was driving. And we were talking and chatting and blah, 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 blah. And as a result of sitting there, I actually took my foot off of the brake. I took my foot off of the brake. Now, or, or should I say, I eased my foot up off of the brake enough that the car was rolling forward. Now, it was rolling forward, but it was rolling forward at a slow enough pace that I'm just chatting, 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 that I didn't see it. Sand didn't see it. And it wasn't until I literally, a hand, pushed my foot down or my knee down in such a way that my foot foot went down on the foot brake and the train came by that I realized the car was moving. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And for me, that wasn't that wasn't a guide. That really was an angel for me. Now my my experience with stepping out into the road because I've I've had a couple of experiences like that. Uh, one, as a child, I was about, I don't know, eight or something like that. And um, I, got, I got hit by a car. And shut up, Olivia. I got hit, I got hit by a car. You see, you see the abuse I've had. Is it any wonder I'm the way that I am? Um, I, got, I got hit by a car. But what I remember is I heard the brakes of the car. And ironically, I heard the impact. But what happened to 
me was I was floating in the air. I floated, and I wasn't somersaulting on all of, all of this jazz. I was taken up over the over the car, and I was deposited on the floor. Literally, just literally, I was put on the floor. Not a scratch on me. Not a scratch on me. I remember it was back in the day, that was in the 60s, that had to have been about 1966, 68, and the women were all wearing these high stiletto heels. And I remember there was this woman, she had her hair done up, she had a, um, what do you call it, like a French twist, and she was in um, uh, a suit. I'm going to say the cut of maybe like Coco Chanel, but it was a, a pencil skirt. And she was going across, she had on high heels, and that woman stopped in her tracks and she looked. And next thing I know, you know how it is, Liz, everybody's looking at you. And then uh, Faith, she used to be the lodger upstairs. She'd gone around the corner to get some tights to go to work. And what she saw was my dress. And then when she saw me, because I was going to get up and I was just going to go on my merry little way. And then when she saw me, the look on her face and all I thought was, oh, I'm going to get in trouble. I shouldn't have left the house I did. I am so going to get in trouble. So I said to myself, well, what's the best course of action when, and I'm serious, this was a conversation I was having, I was like, you better cry. So I started screaming and hollering, and she picked me up, and she ran home, which was around the corner, and then she called mom and dad, next thing I know, dad got home, because he used to drive to work, dad got home, mom got home, they took me to the doctor, and the doctor looked at me, because <laughs> the doctor was on, uh, on, on Broad Lane, that's where the doctor was at. And I remember the door, his door, front door was black. Uh, but anyway, um, took me to the doctor, and the doctor kind of looked me over, and he kind of looked at me, and he said to mum, you know, he gave me some sort of medicine or whatever, and just to keep me quiet for the day. So, Olivia, I was in the front room on, <laughs> on the settee with a little blanket and that. <laughs> and then the next day... The next day, because his thing, I, I guess, was to keep me off of school for a couple of days or so. Mm-hmm. And the next day, I don't know what I was doing. And mum gave me a look. She gave me a hard look. And she said, no, no, nothing's wrong with you. She said, you're going to school tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, and must I, have been I, ha- I must have been how old? Because I don't know. I don't remember that at all. I must have been really young, right? So uh, you, if I was, if I was. Um, between seven and eight, you would have been um, uh, five, five-ish. Yeah, four or five. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you would have been five-ish. Because um, mm. you always thing. said, "Well, I started laughing when you when when you started saying it." Because the one thing you actually didn't say it this time. I suppose it's revelation time. Um, oh. Yeah, because you said um, the thing that bothered you the most is that everyone saw your knickers. <laughs> Well, that's very true, actually, Liz, because my dress was not. <laughs> and I had on navy, yeah. navy blue knickers. Yeah. Oh, navy blue knickers. Because my dress, my dress fluttered up, you know, yeah. and it was pink polka dot. I was wearing blue, blue um, pants, you know, <laughs> blue knickers. But yes, 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 yes. Yes, I did remember that, actually, Olivia. I did. <laughs> you know, and so, and so that, that was my first, my first, um, I would say cognizant, my first cognizant um, experience, physical experience that I know of, that I remember, of um, 
of angels. Now, I didn't see anybody. I felt it. I, I definitely felt it. And if I was to say to you, did I feel hands? I suppose as an adult, now I could look back and say yes. But was I lifted? Yes, I was. Was I gently put on the ground? Yes, I was. Did my skirt fly up, my dress fly up? Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and that, that was it. That was it. And I remember that. So where I'm going with this, guys, is that for, for anybody out there, oh, no, the second one for me was um, very much like you. I was on the, uh, the, you know, getting ready to cross the road. And like you, Liz, I don't know where this car came from. I've got no idea. I, I can safely say perhaps I wasn't paying attention. And I went to step out, and something yanked me back. Something yanked me. And I mean, seriously, yanked me back. Yanked me back so quick and so hard that I wanted to fight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, who's pulling my coat like that? You didn't buy this, you know. Don't, don't. And you know, I turned around and nobody was there. It was just me. It was just me. Something pulled me back. You know, something pulled me back. It, it's it, it's mean, like when sorry, go on. No, go ahead, love. It's like when Dad was doing um, the work in the garage. You remember? And um, I think they were in Northampton at that time. And I think he, I don't know if he had the car up on the jack or whatever, and he had the door open. His leg was outside, but the rest of him was mm-hmm. inside the car, and the car yeah. flipped off the jack, and it yeah. and it, it obviously moved forward, and it, the door closed, but the yeah. door molded around his leg, so he wasn't hurt. Yeah. He wasn't hurt at all. Yeah, I remember because I was just thinking about that. Mm. I was thinking about that. Um, and, and, you know, guys, and this is, this is, this is the thing. When, when you start thinking about things that have happened to you and or your loved ones or people that you know, and they are considered to be miraculous feats or magical feats or life-saving feats, for that matter, they usually defy reason and logic and analysis. And whether a physicist was brought in to do analysis or somebody who does logic and reason, they couldn't find anything um, concrete to say this is why this happened, but it happened. It's vitally important to understand, as I'm going to repeat myself, that you're not alone. Once again, for me, your angels deal with you on a physical level. That's not to say that they won't come to give you counsel and, and, and guidance. I know before major things happened in my family during, I want to say, between 1980 and, uh, let's see, 1980 and... I'm going to say 1985-ish. Angel, or angel, uh, uh, we'll go this way. An angel came, and I recognized this, this, whoever came as an angel. And it wasn't a guide, because I've seen my guides, and I know it wasn't, it wasn't my guide. 
It was an angel. And she came, and she was in my, my bedroom. And Olivia, she filled the entire kind of room. But she was big, but she wasn't big. And this is the mm. thing that I, I find. She was huge because I was looking up at her. And she just, like, she just went on forever. And I wasn't mm. a child. Let me just say this, guys. I was 22 at the time, so I wasn't, I wasn't a baby. So I'm looking up, and she's there, and she smiled, just radiant, this radiant smile. And although she didn't speak, what she said to me was, telepathically, is, don't be afraid. Don't be, and that was the first thing. After she smiled, the first thing she said, don't be afraid. Because you know what I'm like. I just cover my head up, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll just go to sleep, and in the morning, it's gone, right? And um, I'm like, okay. And then she told me what she needed to tell me, and then she was gone. She's come to me twice, and each time she's come to me, it's to give me um, information. It's to give me information about either what's going to happen to me and or something that's happening to one of my sisters, and it's invariably my sisters, something that's happening to one of my sisters. And every time it's been right on the money. Now, if my guide had spoken to me in my head, per se, uh, not as an intuit, but had brought that same wise counsel to me and to tell me what's going to happen, I don't know. I might have just shrugged it off. But the fact Mm -hmm. that this angelic being appeared to me, appeared to me in a physical form, I couldn't shrug that off because I was not sleeping. Actually, they woke mm. me. I woke up because I was like, somebody's looking at me. <laughs> and I woke up. I, I woke up. I, I, let me say this, guys. To say that I wasn't afraid, first and foremost, actually, I was really scared. I was scared shitless. And then I'm going to say it was a she. Um, I'm going to say it was a she. That was the energy that I got to say if I was looking to say whether it was a he or she, I couldn't say. And one of the things that I was super, super conscious about were their eyes. The eyes were very, the eyes were very prominent. The eyes were very prominent. And, of course, all communication, as in words speaking, was done telepathically. All of it was done telepathically. But again, had my guide spoken to me um, in my inner mind as an inner conversation, I don't know if that if I would have you know listened or done whatever. Mm-hmm. But again, because mm-hmm. I had this appearance, that got my attention. That mm-hmm. got my attention. That got my attention. Um, so again, guys. There are many things out there. And let me say this. Can you appeal to your guides and your, your spirit guides and your angels for help? Yeah, you can. Actually, you definitely can. And what will happen is, and this is a category, a categoric, you will be shown something. They cannot make a choice for you. You will be shown something. You might even be shown two things. So you've got contrast and parallel to choose from. 
but you will be shown something or you will be told something. Something will come that will answer the question that you have, and then you have to make a choice, and then you have to make a choice. Can you contact them? Yeah, you can. How do you do this? You can do this in meditation. And or for many people, if meditation isn't your thing, you just, just get quiet. Just, just, just sit, get quiet, do the simple breathing technique, or breathe deeply a couple of times and tell yourself to relax. And I mean focus your intention and attention on what it is that you're doing. So you inhale and you exhale three times. Make sure you're sitting comfortably. Don't have your phone with you or turn it off. Make sure if you have a house phone, it's turned off. Make sure that nothing is going to interrupt this particular moment in time. And then say, who is it that you're addressing? Don't just throw it out there. Who is it that you're addressing? Do you want to speak to your spirit guide? Do you want to speak to your angels? And if so, which angel do you want to speak to? If so, which spirit guide do you want to speak to? Know who it is that you are addressing. And if you don't know who you're addressing, ask your, your angel for their name and or names. Ask your spirit guide for their names and or their names. Because in, in my spirit guide, when I, um, I was doing a meditation, and this is when I first moved here, so this is about 23 years ago. And the, actually, this room was empty, and it used to be my meditation room. And this room is actually now my office, my home office. But it was empty, and it was my meditation room, and I had it set up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I decided I wanted to know my, my, my guide's name, my spirit guide's name. I realized I had one, and I wanted to know their name. And so I did, did my meditation, and I asked for the name, and they said the name. And I was like, well, spell it. You know, I, I am who I am. I'm like, well, spell it. <laughs> and so they spelt it, and I'm like, what? What is that? And then they said it again, yada, yada, yada. And I said, spell it, and they spelt it again. So I'm going out onto the Air Force Base here at Nellis, and I'm driving, and they have all these new subdivisions that are going up. And I'm driving, and I see um, I was uh, near Simmons and Craig. I guess Simmons and Craig. And I'm just crossing over Simmons and Craig. I just crossed over Allen, crossed over Simmons and, Simmons and Craig. And I'm driving and I look um, to my, it would actually be my right. I look to my right and I see one of these big, big billboards that are talking about the subdivision. And it has my guide's name in big, bold, black letters, the actual billboard itself was yellow and it had like, I don't know, like balloons or squares, different color balloons and squares or what have you on it and his name was big and bold big and bold in black writing if I remember correctly it was either black or white writing no, black and uh, I nearly ran off the road I nearly ran off the road and so what I did was, I went up I did a U-turn, went back up and came back. And when I came back, it wasn't there. It was the name of the development. It was the name of the development. And then 
I had the nerve to question myself. Did I really see what I was seeing? I know they must have been like, oh, God, give me strength. (laughs) Did I really see what I was seeing? And then after that, I started, and I do work very closely with my guide. And that, that is the guide who is with me always. That guide never goes away. The same thing I did with my angels. And I asked about, you know, which angels are with me for the most part? Which angels? And, you know, I've got some of the, the usual sort of like Michael, you know, Raphael, that sort of stuff. And then I heard I heard the name um, Uriel. I'm like, what? You know, I'm looking for Gabriel and this and that, blah, 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 you know. I'm like, who? I'm like, uh-uh. No, I, I don't believe you. I don't know who you are, right? So I heard the name again. And Cattell uh, was alive at that time, Liz. And so I went to I went into the office and I said to her, um, Kat, I said, is there a, um, an Archangel Uriel? And she said, yeah. She said, actually, there are many Archangels and we don't know their names per se, but they're specific to you. I was like, oh, okay, all right. I was like, welcome to the neighborhood, <laughs> Thank you for being in. Mm-hmm. And so then I asked again, and then I got another name. And that's when I actually started doing my own research, seriously, into angels, because I got another name. Mm-hmm. And then there was one name that I couldn't pronounce, and I was like, look, you have to speak of the English because I can't... <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't, even now, Liz, I, I couldn't wrap my tongue around it. And so very, di- with, with, with a little bit of attitude, might I say, um, they gave me a name, they gave the name um, in a language or dialect that I could, that I could, that I could use, you know, because I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't do that. <laughs> In typical Lashley fashion. Yeah, Olivia, you know, there are some things I I would say about me that are, they they just, it just is. And that's the other thing, you know, a lot of people, they have this idea that when you are talking and dealing and, um, I was going to say wheeling and dealing with you guys, but that's not how that really goes. But when you're talking, when you're having a conversation with God, when when you're talking to your guys, when you're talking to your angels, when you're when you're talking to whatever disincarnate, you know, celestial being that you're talking to, that it has to be all reverent and this. I'm just who I am. You know, I'm just who I am. Like, I don't understand that my, look, my tongue doesn't work that way, so you're going to have to give me another name. You know, I mean, this is who I am. And really and truly, this is who they deal with. This is who they understand. So trying to be something that you're not when you're doing your spiritual work actually isn't advantageous to you. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think at any rate. I think mm-hmm. you should just be you. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I, I think you should just be you. It just puts another... I was going to say, it just puts another unnecessary... Um, I forgot Barrier. the word I was going to use. Layer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a dimension. That's what I was going to say to to to, uh, to get over. It just it's unnecessary. One one of the things I would also say about the names 
it doesn't have to be a known name at all. Just like you were saying, um, you, you say, did you say you have known? Yeah, it doesn't have to be. It could be something completely bizarre, you know. I mean, when I was like in the women's hostel, right? I I, I had two mm-hmm. guides then. One was called Segment, and the other was Lady Grace. Mm-hmm. Lady Grace was. As you could imagine, she was a lady. She was really graceful. And the other one, segment, like he had a caliper on one of his one of his legs. You know, um, <laughs> it's just it's just it's just how it was. Run! <laughs> hey, hey, you're get the joke. Uh, I'm hoping they actually get the joke, listeners. Well, I suppose you'll find out, no, when, they, won't you? Yeah, you know. Are they still with you? No. Or did they serve no, a purpose? No. Yeah, yeah, they were just for the hostel time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. All there was, there was, you know, you talk about um, uh, spirit guides and stuff. I remember um, because in fact, it came to me when you were talking about um, the angel that came to you, and I remember mm-hmm. one time when I was in uh, the other place in Harrow, uh, I was, mm-hmm. um, I just kind of woken up. And there was a bird on my windowsill, which was, it just didn't happen. Because I always slept with the window open. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was just chirping away, chirping away. But I could understand everything it was everything saying. Everything it was saying. Absolutely oh everything. When I sort of like realised what was going on. Realized. I, like if you ask me now what the conversation was about, I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. It was there and it was gone. Mm-hmm. The, the information was there. And then I suppose it went into my subconscious because I, I couldn't tell you what mm-hmm. the conversation was about. Mm-hmm. 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 And these, these these are the sort of things, guys, um, again, that are pertinent to you. Only you know. Only you know. Only you know what's happened to you. And for the most part, you know what, Liz? Many people don't even tell people. You know what I mean? They they, they just don't yeah, think about it. Yeah, because it, it, it sounds... Moving it sounds right along. Yeah, because it sounds like you're a little bit doolally, doesn't it? I mean, it doesn't yeah, sound right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not natural. It's not natural. It's not natural. No, and, and that's it. So so many people don't speak about it, but I believe that the majority of the people, no matter where you are, have had encounters and experiences that defy it, defy reason, <laughs> logic, and analysis. <laughs> And, uh, again, I'm not talking about your intuition. And just so we understand, your intuition will speak directly to you in a fashion that is. Um, leave now. It won't say leave now because traffic's bad. Leave now because there's going to be flooding. Leave now. Or it will tell you, don't stop. Like when we were driving across country the first time. Or the second time, I can't remember. And I said to the, oh, we're going to pull over. But something told him, don't stop. So he goes, no, we're not going to stop. Mm. And we drove. <laughs> Liz, there were no cars. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. I want to say it was the second time we were driving across country. We'd come back to the United States from Europe. We're driving across country, and we decided to go the Colorado route instead of the other way we went via, I guess, the East Coast, Philadelphia, yada, 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 through Florida, Texas, and all this jazz, um, to get to Louisiana. And this time we decided to go the other way around because we were going to California. 
And that way I got to see the country. Well, we were, we were driving, listen, we were just driving, and I kept saying to Dee, it was almost a little, um, it got my attention, because I couldn't understand why there weren't any other cars on the road. Because I said to Dee, it's just like me and you, me, me, you and God out here. <laughs> and we're driving, 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 there's nobody, nobody. And we finally, we finally decide to pull over, and we pulled over, and he will tell you this story. We get to a, a motel, and the guy says, where have you come from? And he said, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he said, no, 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 because he was like, oh, we just come back from, you know, Europe, and you know, he said, no, 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 where have you come from? And so he said, we took the eye, blah, 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 whatever it was. And the guy looked at him. And he said, you just come from there. And he said, yeah. He said there was hardly any traffic. The man looked at him. And he said, the roads have been closed. They've been closed because of the rain. The roads have been closed. I'll never forget that. I was like, and for us, Ruth, the sun was out. Mm. I'll never forget that. Wow. I was like, I was like, thank you, Mum. Because Mum was like, something she said, and she said, no, you'll all be well. You'll be fine. You'll be fine going across country. I was, and, and that's a deep, that is something, when I say that has, that made an indelible impression on mm, my home. Of course, of course, yeah. I mean, that, that, that took his breath away. And then Olivia, when we were going going to get going to our room, we turn around and we look. These clouds just they 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 were billowing black clouds. Mm-hmm. And another time we, we, we were driving and it was raining hard, Liz. It was raining really, really hard. And we drove and drove. And that was the time I think he was told, don't stop. That was the other thing. We got to our destination. They're like, well, where did you come from? Oh, no, we came back from there. We drove through the rain. And again, they looked at us and they said, no, that wasn't a rain. You drove through the hurricane. <laughs> that was the first time we were coming. Because it was raining, really. I'd never seen rain like that. and never mm-hmm, seen it since. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? And so on, on that score... Intuition, that's where I was going. When your intuition speaks to you, this intuition told him not to stop. My intuition speaks to me so frequently, and I listen not so frequently that it's like... Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm always telling myself, oh, I should have listened. I, I know better. I know better than that. I should have listened. Your guides your guide will um, talk to you on a different level. Your guides talk to you... Um, I need to make this right, make, make sure I say this right, so it's not confused with the analytical. And your guides also, they don't try to uh, rationalize things for you. They will lay it out. Like you, you'll say, um, I, okay, I, 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 want, I want to, okay, I want to start my own business. 
your, your reasoning, analytical and logical mind will tell you all the reasons why it might not work. All the reasons why they will tell you all the possibilities of things that can go wrong. Whereas your guides will more, more, they're more inclined, or should I say they will counsel you on, and I'm going to go into my coaching mode. What does that look like? You know, you're ready for this. What's your next step? Have you thought about doing X, Y, Z? Did that pop into your mind? Have you thought about doing... They'll just talk to you on, I'd say, on a more positive and confirming level. Am I making sense of this? Yeah. I have to work yeah. harder. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they don't... They, they won't point out the pitfalls to you. That's not what their, their thing is. Their thing is to give you wise counsel in the direction of where you're going. Which is another reason why so, you actually have to be clear about what you want. Because if you're starting with the negative, okay, they can mm-hmm. only work mm-hmm. in, the, in the way that you're working. In the so you have to be, exactly. have to be positive. You have to have, it has to be positive. Exactly. Because exactly. they'll try and bring it round um, to the, they'll try and bring it round to the positive, but sometimes you have they have to go round the houses to be able to do that because you've started with exactly. a negative. Exactly, and you know, see this this is the thing with with our guides, um, with our angels, with our guides, with um, the universal creator, God, Christ, whatever, Buddha, Muhammad. You are met where you are at. Understand that. You can only you can only be met by the universal creator. You can the celestial realms, any any being, you can only be met where you're at. And this is where they meet you, where you're at. So as Olivia said, it's really important to be very clear on what you want. And it's equally important to understand that the only person in your life that can make a choice for you is you. Can you be heavily influenced? Yeah, you can. The only person in your life who can make a choice for you is you. And so exercise your rights. Use the tools, use use the the, the people, and I don't mean use and abuse, I mean literally use them for what they are intended for. Their, their mm. goal in life, their goal in life is to support you in this life. That's what your spirit guide's goal is. And if you think, if you think that they are not learning, growing, and knowing, Understand that they are. And mm. I think I said this before. Many people will say that, you know, your, your deceased loved ones can be your spirit guide. No. They can give you guidance from the spiritual realm as they see it. But they are not your spirit guide. They are not your spirit guide. For the most part, from my understanding, when I had my near-death experience, from my understanding, spirit guides, they can, hmm, they can incarnate, 
or they can take a bodily form, like angels, for a parent's sake, so that you are comfortable. But do they really do they really walk here like angels? Yes, they do. Like as guides, yes, they do. Do they live here? No, they don't. No, they don't. This isn't their realm. Understand, this is their realm. This is your realm. And they're here to help you. They're here to support you. They're here to give you guidance. They're here to give you wise counsel. They're here for you. They're, so, they're, 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 sorry, they are here to assist you, but you are also, you're also here to assist them. It's actually a two-way street. Yes, it's not of one-sided. It's a two-way street. It's a two-way street. It's a two-way street. And one thing I would say, say, sorry, Wendy, one thing I would say is about, um, you know, you said about deceased relatives. If, um, because I think guides will appear to people where they're at, as you said, they'll meet them where they're at. So Mm -hmm. I believe Mm -hmm. that, like, if someone uh, uh, has a a deceased loved one who they believe is their guide, that's okay too. Mm -hmm. Because and it is. It if really that's is. what they believe, then that's what it is. I think. It really is. Which is which is why which is why Liz, I said I'm going to say this um, at the end of the show, which we're rapidly come to it. But I'm going to say it anyway. It doesn't matter, angel guide, deceased or not deceased. What ultimately matters is that you realise that you are not alone, and that you have assistance and help from the spiritual realm, the celestial realm, the heavenly realm, whatever realm you want to call it, but a realm that is not the physical realm as we understand it and feel it to be. It's really important that you know that they're there and that they're there and they are more than willing. They are there to help. And they're there because, as Olivia said, it's a two-way street. Believe me, everybody's getting something out of this deal, not just you. Not and they, and, the, and they, will, uh, they will support and assist even if you don't believe. Um, that's what they but do. There you go. It's, you know, okay, it's, a, it's a bit like how, you know, a thankless task at times, I do believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they mm-hmm. will do it anyway, mm-hmm. regardless. So mm-hmm. really, the bottom line is to just to, just to work with them. You know, your goals will there be re- go. met a lot quicker. Um, I think there you'll you find go. you're actually happier. You'll be assisting them. They'll be assisting you, and everyone can sort of like do what they do what they need to be doing. I mean, exactly. it's worth it's worth a try. Exactly. I mean, what have you got to lose? Really, you've got nothing to lose because either things will stay mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. or something will change. Why not? Why not just mm-hmm. give it a try? Mm-hmm. And that's it. Give it a try. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Absolutely, you have absolutely nothing to lose and you have everything to gain. So guys, do your own due diligence for me. Do angels and spirit guides really exist for me? I know, for Wendy, at any rate, they do. Uh, are their functions um, different how they show up for me? Yes, they are. But overall, is the function the same? Yes, they're here to do the same thing. For me, one definitely is more in the physical or has propensity to be in the physical more than the other. But do they both show up in the physical? 
Yeah, when they need to, they can pull out the heavy guns when they need to. Is this um, part of your life? Yes, it is. Has it been designed by you? Yes, it has. Are your guides specific to you? They most assuredly are. Are your angels? They most assuredly are. There are names that we will, that you, look, there there are guides, for the most part, most people, you know, when they're telling a story, they might tell you about their, their guide. Um, you don't hear about them in the same way as you do angels. That being said, there are angels who I, I, I didn't even realize, and as I said to you on the show a little while ago, there was one I couldn't get my name, I could my, my tongue couldn't bend uh, around what I was around what I was hearing. It just I couldn't get my tongue to say it, and so they had to break it down and you know get a little nickname or whatever is going on. And the same is true of um, one of my guides. And this is this is the, 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 this, these guides. They they sort of like they're they're the council guides. I've got like three in. But then they don't like jokes and stuff like that. But that's okay. <laughs> um, but one of them one of them we wound up. I was able to do who is that, right? But prior to that, you know, I'm asking the name. I'm like, well, I can't get that. <laughs> and you talk about somebody who had an attitude. I'm like, <laughs> I can't get that. And they kept repeating their name. And I'm like, uh, sorry. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's neither, there's, no, I was going to say that's neither here nor there, but that's not true. So understand that there are many, there are many guys and many angels out there that you may never have heard of. But they're specific and unique to you. You're not alone. Ask for the help. Ask for the guidance. Ask for wise counsel. Ask for support. But understand that um, you're going to have to make your choice because your life is all about you and the choices that you make. Are they real? Yes, they are. Most assuredly. Um, the other thing, let me just say in closing, you can definitely do this. You don't have to you know, do the find a quiet space and place and all of that, Jack, you can do this before you go to bed. Before you go to sleep, if you're somebody who literally you put your head on the pillow and you go out and you sleep well, et cetera, et cetera, you can definitely ask for the name of your guide, your spirit guide and or guide, your angels that work specifically with you, and you can ask for their name. And be sure to have pen, paper, um, or in this day and age, I suppose, your, your, your phone or a microphone. So when you get up, when you wake up, the name that you get is something that you write down. Even if you have to do it phonically, you know, write it down. Yeah? And I think also... Um when you go to bed is is an ideal time to not just not just to like ask for the name but just to communicate you know just to say what it is that you are wanting um mm-hmm. yeah things like that you can even ask them like to do something to show their existence because there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that mm-hmm. 
can do that yes. too. And there is nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong. So that being said, guys, um, you've been listening to an episode of My Life, My Choice. We've been talking about do angels and spirit guides really exist? My name's Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I've been your host for the last, I don't know, 90 minutes, just under, actually. And my co-host has been... Olivia Lashley from London in the UK. And once again, guys, thank you for listening to the show. I hope this has been helpful to you. And, yeah, we're going out on the spirit. Don't mind me, Graham, Olivia. <laughs> like, bye. 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 Right, bye, you. guys. Love, love, love you, love you too, And I'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 bye.